Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We do bring in Nick Shook. Uh, we, the, 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 the bet just faded out, Nick. We had uh, Shook ones planned for you to, to intro you in as always. But I uh, appreciate you giving me some time tonight, man. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. And uh, no worries on the intro. Uh, it, it's, it's a nice touch, but it, it's not needed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we roll out the red carpet for people like you. I mean, come on. We have to. Let me, Nick, real quick, I, we, I've been talking about this throughout the night because this is an ongoing debate in my household every single year around this time of year. Halloween ends and my wife is like ready to go with the Christmas music. She wants to put the tree up, all this. What is the appropriate time to start getting the Christmas decor and the Christmas spirit really going? Black Friday. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone's been on my side tonight, so I feel very good about the way this this show's been the, going. The people, the people who really jump on the Christmas thing are the people who like see Christmas as a season in itself. And and yeah. I'm of the opinion that if you play Christmas music for two months and you put the decorations out, eventually it gets old. You need to keep it special. And the only mm. thing that really makes something special is that it's around for just a limited time. That's a, that's a really good perspective to have on it. I did tell my wife this year because we have a five-month-old at home, and that certainly has added some stress into our lives. I know Christmas music makes her happy, so she really wants to start listening a little earlier this year. One time only, I'll let her do it. So that's that's kind of where we – that's the agreement that we made for, for 2022 at least. But anyway, um, I was just having the conversation. Is this a good time or a bad time for the Browns to be on a bye? Because I just feel – Given some of the inconsistencies we've seen throughout the season, the questions about, you know, if, if everybody's buying in and all these different things, I just don't have faith that, like, this break in the middle after two great games, especially defensively, that I feel good about them pausing, stepping away for a week, and then that everything's going to, they're going to come back and everything's just going to click again. Well, I think you always worry about that with the buy. Um, Rust tends to affect teams. But I think there's two ways that you look at this question or answering this question, which is, if they had lost that game on Thursday night or on Monday night, it would have been a terrible time to go to the bye. But the fact that they won the game, it's a great time <laughs> to go to the bye. And the reason is, is that you know they got a lot of guys out. You know, yeah. why Teller, one of the guys that's not playing that. There's a number of them. Denzel Ward. I can go down the list. So it's a good time to get an extra week off and kind of let these guys rest and recuperate. And they go into the bye, you know, with their most complete game of the season. I think Adrian Barry said it today, and and they certainly felt that way. The strange thing about it was being in the locker room after that game. I didn't get a sense of like jubilation. I just got a sense of like, we expected to win. We went out and did our job and now let's go, you know, have a few days off or have Mm. a week off or whatever, which is, I don't know if that speaks to, you know, some of the division in the locker room that has existed for, I don't know, the year, last year or two, uh, supposedly, Uh, but it just didn't seem like, 
I, I know the trade deadline was right around the corner, so you know it was less than 24 hours away, and maybe people were excited about that, but just didn't seem like the type of locker room that would be celebrating a game. But I think that's also because you're three and five. You know, you have a lot of work to do. So it's probably a good thing. And if they take that same approach, that business-like approach, into the bye week and come out of it with the, with the same mindset, go play Miami, a team that's been very up and down but is also very potent offensively, uh, and you carry over what you've done well defensively in the last couple of games, then you know, they got a good shot. But it's you know, the bye is good and bad for the same you – know, it's good for the same reason that it's bad. It's, yeah. it's a week off and you risk getting out of sync, but you also get the rest that these guys certainly need. Well, you mentioned the trade deadline coming so quickly after that game and the win on Monday night. I mean, Kareem Hunt obviously did his post-game interview in his, his Joker mask and you know talked about how he was ready for whatever was going to come his way the next morning. I, were you surprised that he wasn't moved at the deadline? And I guess my other question in this, because it sounds like the Browns just weren't going to get the, the pick compensation that they wanted, and part of that might be, well, we think we can get this comp pick for him at the end of the year. I just I don't know like I have a hard time with the comp pick discussion because it's all it's like a it's a it's a theoretical thing like you could get a comp pick for him but given all the factors that go into it like the formula of playing time and snap counts and salary and you know whether or not you sign guys who are in the same comp pick level as him I just I, I can't make I, I can't not make a move or make a move based off of that alone yeah I think that that's a little bit overblown I mean that the, the Ravens have been doing that for many years, actually. Um, they, they're the ones who kind of popularized the idea yeah. of letting guys walk in order to get a comp pick. Um, but it, it's, I think it's a matter more of the fact that it, they didn't get the compensation they wanted. And I don't know what specifically um, they received in terms of offers. I know they talked about potentially acquiring a player uh, today, You know, speaking very vaguely, of course, because those deals didn't go down. But it just... I, I, I stood in his locker on Monday night and thought, man, he is gone. Like, he is very yeah. over this and is ready to leave. And, and at the same time, you know he's going to come back and work hard for this team. Um, but it seemed like he was very much like, hey, I'm from here, but I don't seem like I'm very happy here, but I'm not going to be a malcontent. I'm just going to keep working. And, and if I get a better opportunity, I'm, I'll be happy to take that. Um, I, I, I don't know if just the fact that they didn't get the fourth round pick, which is like, you know, kind of what we reported at NFL Network. Uh, I don't know if the fact that they didn't get that was what prevented it. I think that would probably be the most important factor is this is still a talented guy. This is a guy who, you know, you looked at the last few years, he he was the second half of a one-two punch that was arguably the best in the league. And they're just not using them the way they have in the past. They haven't run the ball with enough authority like they have in the past or intentionally. It's just lacked intention. And, so you kind of saw them shift back toward that against Cincinnati. You saw it against Pittsburgh. These primetime games, they tend to do that, but they just don't do it consistently enough. And I feel like, you know, from Kareem's standpoint, he's probably saying, hey, why am I here if I'm getting, I don't know, eight to ten touches a game at most? I know I can make a bigger impact than that. And he should be getting more touches, especially with the fact that you don't have a deep receiving core and you got Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, and yet they've they've just kind of – messed around with the offense, trying to get too cute in certain situations for most of the season. So maybe coming out of the bye and the way they won this game, his role continues to increase. It just seemed like they were like, did you, you know, some of the reporters I was standing around there with asked him, hey, you know, did you feel like this is your best game? You know, has maybe their approach with you shifted. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> and that was telling to me where he was just like, 
I'm just going to do what I'm told, I guess, until I can get my freedom yeah. and my contract yeah. expires. So it's going to be interesting for a while. I, Nick, I think everyone felt the same. Like I think everybody, even watching at home and like seeing him in the Joker mask doing the interview, like I think we all felt, ah, eh, yeah, he's he's probably not to, not truly a dead man walking, but he's he's probably not going to be here in Cleveland by you know 24 hours from from that moment. Uh, talking with Nick Shook in the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. One more Browns question for you. Um, you mentioned the carries for Kareem and obviously Nick Chubb's part of that equation as well. Do we make too big of a deal out of Nick Chubb and the, the 20 plus carries thing? Because we keep throwing out the stat like 15 and seven in his career. When they give him the ball 20 plus times, they're three and oh, this year when he gets to 20 plus times, do we overblow that? Or is there really some truth and in, in some meaning to maybe them using him more or, or than they, than they maybe have in certain games? Did you scroll my Twitter before you asked that question? <laughs> I didn't. I, well, you know what, though? I think I do remember you tweeting about this the other night. Now that I remember uh, that popping yeah. up on my feed, and maybe that's why in, uh, subconsciously I was like, I got to ask Nick about the, the 20 carry. Well, thing. no, because I think it's kind of funny because, you know, if you simplify it down to just that, that that's like the point of demarcation between win and loss. I you know, I think I tweeted like uh things are looking good for the twenty plus carry coalition. Like, yeah, it's, that's, like it's a yeah, I definitely group, saw that too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and, and because fans, you know, often it, it's it's easier to understand it and, and believe that hey, if he gets twenty plus carries we're gonna win, so why aren't they feeding him to him twenty times a game? Well it's situational. It's not you know, they've been in games they couldn't necessarily afford to run it. The New England game when they fell behind, but there were instances before that in those same games, the Baltimore game, the last driver is two and a half minutes to go and on third and two, you take a shot at the end zone and get an offensive pass interference and back you up, and then you get a phantom false start, which was a bad call. Back you up more, and you miss the field goal that could have tied the game. There's no reason to be throwing it there. There's no reason to be throwing it you know, down one score coming out of halftime against New England at home when you know that you can pound the ball. Granted, you weren't getting a lot going on the ground, but take two or three a few times until something opens up. It's about persistence. So when Nick Chubb runs 20-plus times a game, it's usually because this, the way this team is built, they're built to put the game, the game away on the ground. They're they're built to take a lead into the fourth quarter. Maybe it's seven points. Maybe it's six. Maybe it's ten, and just grind away the clock. How do you grind it away? You just keep handing it to Nick Chubb. So that, I think that there is a correlation between wins and the, the carries total because they've been able to use him to put games away and bump that carry total up. Not necessarily the fact that if we you know run it twenty plus times a game that you're going to be guaranteed to win. Do I think that's still their best course of action and their best way to approach offense right now until they get to Sean Watson? Yes, absolutely. And I don't think that they'd stick to it well enough. But again, you know, Kevin Stefanski, he has to learn from some of the situational decision-making that he's, that he's gone through this year. And I think he has. It seems like he has in the last couple yeah. of games where he's been quicker to go back to the run, especially against Cincinnati. He was very quick to go back to the run, even with, you know, for Holt playing right guard, uh, you know, it's not like, and then they, they lost Conklin briefly in that game as well, and they had James Hudson in at right tackle, and they still ran it really effectively. So I think he's learning, and it's just taking yeah. some time. I think the situational part of it is where I'm at, too. Like, that's where I, th- I, I think I criticize the most of not using Nick Chubb. And, like, yeah, I understand he's not the better pass catcher of him and Kareem Hunt, but, like, him never being on the field in, in like, two-minute situations, it just doesn't feel right. Like, he's your best player. I think sometimes he should be out there. But, yeah, I, I'm 100% with you on that. I want to go to the Dolphins next, not just because it's the Browns' next opponent, but I, they kind of signaled with the move for Bradley Chubb yesterday by trading their other first-round pick that – 
they're pretty much locked in with Tua at this point. Uh, have we seen enough from Tua this year to feel like, all right, yeah, he's he's taking that leap, he's that guy, or, or is or is what we're seeing more so a byproduct of the talent around him and Mike McDaniel's putting him in situations to be successful? I think it's a little bit of both, and if I had to really answer honestly, I'd probably lean more toward the talent. Um, he, he's he's improved. He's he's making the throws that he needs to make. There's some decision-making issues that I still have an issue with. Um, yeah. And he's also proven to not be the most durable guy, as we've known he's missed a few games this year already. What he did in Detroit last week probably gave them the confidence to go make such a move. Detroit is also the worst defense in the league. So it's kind of hard to judge <laughs> yeah. uh, the way he's been. Because he's missed games, he's been out of rhythm. It, it's, it's difficult with him. and it's, just, it's a big old question mark to me. But it, they're winning games, and he's been more productive, and they've been able to throw the ball quite well with Jalen Waddell and Tyree Kill catching a lot of those passes. So I understand why they would, you know, invest that way. Um, I also think that, you know, playoff windows open and shut pretty quickly in this league. And they've probably seen just enough, just like the Browns probably saw just enough from Baker Mayfield to believe that he would be able to lead them to another playoff victory the following year after he did it once. They probably see the same in Tua. Hey, we can go make the playoffs now. Let's worry about the future later because we got a shot right now. So let's go invest and address an area of need right now. Just a couple more minutes with Nick Shook here. I wanted to get to just one or two other things really, really quickly. He's on the North Olmsted Crusher Jeep Dodger M hotline. Early returns and thoughts on Kenny Pickett because, like, they keep flashing up the stats of, like, Peyton Manning threw a lot of interceptions in his first season. Terry Bradshaw threw a lot of interceptions in his first season. I, I don't know. Like, I watch him play, and I don't know if I see the next franchise quarterback. It's early. That could change, but I, I'm curious what you think. Kenny plays – he, man, he's wild, but in a good way. Like, he plays – like he's young and free and he's just out there swinging it around. Now he does <laughs> play with that offense to a degree, he, but he does like, yeah. it, it's, it's funny. Cause it, it's a lot of what you saw in college and Pitt, Kenny Pickett. And now, you know, he's Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett. The, the biggest issue though, is that he, he makes mistakes. He makes mistakes that are typical of rookies. He makes mistakes that are, you, you get a defense that's more complex than what he's seen in college. Like that last interception yeah. he threw against Miami, that's Robert coverage. He's coming down. Like, you know, that, that, that safety's going to be there. And he just didn't see him. He's going to learn that over time. I mean, he makes, you know, he's very decisive. He's accurate. He's got a good arm. He can run. He can extend the play. I do like what I've seen from him. I think that people are too quick to take the immediate results and want to either anoint someone or, you know, send them to the unemployment line way too quickly at this position. I think the timeline is shorter than ever at quarterback. You're right. Uh, when, when it comes to how we judge them. So I think that you just got to give him time to develop. And I think this is probably going to be, you know, patient with him and let him develop and, and go through those lumps. It's might cost Matt Canada his job, but Steeler fans have already wanted him out for a while now. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he's necessarily deserving of all of that uh, of that uh, negativity. But you know, I, I, I like what he, I've seen out of him. It's something you can build on. They got to be better up front offensively, you know, on the offensive line and get the running game going. Kind of balance that offense out more before we can really judge Kenny. Yeah, I mean, you're 100 percent right. Like, I think we do really jump on these quarterbacks early. It's it's uh, now or you know never basically. So you're you're you know, right. He's fun. Like he's yeah. fun. He's just he makes mistakes that you see. Now, if I had to compare him between him and Zach Wilson, I'm taking Kenny Pickett because Zach Wilson makes mistakes that are reckless, whereas Kenny just makes rookie mistakes, and there's yeah. a difference between yeah. the two. Well, he's Nick Shook, NFL.com. Great stuff from him. I could, go, I have so many other questions I wrote down that I could have gone with you tonight, but we are unfortunately out of time. We'll have to do it again soon, Nick. Always thankful when you join me, man. Thank you so much. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Yep, definitely. Thanks, man. Nick Shook, great stuff. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 